Welcome to the Papa Rockstars Podcast with Anya Bohm, where we talk about all things paparazzi, team training, suggestions, interviews with elite leaders, and more, all to help you grow and explode your paparazzi accessories business to rock star success. Hello, Rockstars, and welcome back to the Papa Rockstars Podcast. My name is Anya Bohm, and I am your show host. Today, I am super excited to welcome to the call Catherine McCaskey. Before we jump into the interview, though, don't forget to head on over to paparockstars.com slash Catherine, and there you're going to find the notes from today. Everything that we say, I'm going to type it up for you so you can read through it, highlight all the important things. There's going to be a special call image. You can listen again, and you can share this with your friends or your team. Now, don't forget, there's a lot of resources over there. So that website, again, is paparockstars.com slash Catherine. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Catherine before we jump into all these juicy details. She is from Minnesota, up there in the cold. She started paparazzi back in November 2011, so coming up on six years. She and her team just hit A-lister in March, which is amazing. She started paparazzi part-time, and now they do it full-time, and she's the mother of four beautiful children. Catherine has hit Crown Club 25 and is officially Life of the Party Silver, but unofficially this month they've hit Life of the Party Gold. So, Catherine, did I leave anything out? No, I think you got it all. Thank Perfect. You. Well, I'm so of course. Thanks for joining us. Well, let's jump into the first question. How did you get started with paparazzi? So I was actually at an event selling for another company, and next to my table of the products I was selling was a bunch of jewelry. And I didn't even want to look because I get sucked into all sorts of direct sales stuff. Um, at that event, tons of people were like leaving with pink bags. I'm like, I have got to check this out. So kind of long story short, um, I talked with my sponsor, and um, it took her a few weeks of getting a hold of me and kind of talking me into it because I, you know, just started something else. And the more I thought about it and the price point and everything, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. Like $5 accessories, how can you go wrong? And these people were just eating it up, and here I was at my stand with my product, and there was, you know, not much movement going on. So, um, yeah, I basically just started by you know, going to an event and meeting my sponsor and she stayed on me and I bless her heart for staying on me. Otherwise, I don't know where I would be right now. I love that. The follow-up is so, so important. Just keep checking in with people and just make sure, you know, that you're helping them out with any questions. And it's amazing the things that come from that. So, Catherine, what is your why? Why do you do paparazzi? You know, I love this question um, because this my why, and I feel like so many other people's whys, it changes. As you grow, it changes. But my why going into this was to make money. I mean, I'd say 99% of people that go into paparazzi go into this because they want some side cash. There is that small percentage that just do it to have fun and, you know, meet people. But as we've grown and as we've built relationships with our team, you know, like their why has become my why. You know, they want to grow and they want to make money. So my why is like I'm – in it to help my team grow and succeed because I know the potential and I see what can happen in the success. So I feel like now my why is my team. Like I get up in the morning and I do it for them and I cheer them on and every single day. <laughs> that is my current why right now. I love it. 
paparazzi, and I, I do it because I love it. I mean, how can you go wrong? This stuff is awesome. I love that you kind of encompassed all of that, what how it was when you started and what it is now. And I'm sure some of it still is the money because, like you said, you guys do this full-time now, but it has changed to include your team, which is amazing. Let's kind of take a little bit of a shift, and we're going to jump into your worst paparazzi moment. Now, if you are a new listener, let me just explain this question for just a second because we're not bashing, we're not being negative, but a lot of people, we see these elite consultants and how amazing they are. They're rock star teams, and it's very easy to think that they have never had a bad day. They've never had a bad show. So this question is designed to show you guys, to show everybody that the elite consultants have had bad days. They've had the worst moments, some of the moments even worse than what we've had, and yet they've pushed through. So, Catherine, what is your worst paparazzi moment? You know, I love how you explained it because it is true. In the six years, we've had a lot of worst moments. Um, We have had really bad parties. I mean, parties – you know, more so, I mean, we still continue to have our, you know, you have your good parties and your bad parties. You're, not every party is going to be good. But, you know, that first couple of years until you really figure out what to do to make those parties great, we had a lot of slow parties. And we're like, are we really, is this really worth it? You know, we can't get people to join our parties. Um, but then I just realized the more consistent I was, the better they get. However, we still get our duds. Um, So no matter if you're a star consultant or you're the top of the company, you are going to have bad parties from here on out, but you're also going to have so many good ones. Um, And also events. Oh, my gosh. So for those of you guys who don't know, we have a trailer, and we do um, like a bling trailer, and all of our jewelry is hung inside, and we do a lot of outdoor events in the summer. And So we also, when we get our booths, we have a tent, and so we have our pegboards also displayed, and we have come across 40-mile-per-hour winds. We've done rain. We have had stuff knock over, boards knock over on people multiple times. Um, can't, you know, fight Mother Nature, and you can't win with her. But we, you know, have had our fair share of bad, you know, even events to weather-wise and sales. But you just got to keep on going, and you got to use that as a momentum to find that next good one. And if you can keep that positive attitude and just keep on, you know, like going for the no's and going for the no sales, you're actually going to gain more sales that way and more contacts and build your networking circle. One of the things I love that you said there is use those bad moments as momentum to get to the next good one. That is like a gem right there. Another thing I wanted to ask you a follow-up question about is you said that the bad parties help you learn how to make your parties great. So do you have a couple tips as like how to make your parties great? You know, I do. I I look back, and I tell my team to do this too. And um, you know, I kind of go over the party and see, okay, what did I do leading up to the party? How much did I post? How much did I prep um, my guests? Did I, if you're doing a traditional Facebook event where you're posting pictures, did you excite people leaving leading days up? Wording is huge. Think about what would you or what would get you excited to attend a party. Um, Oh, there was another one. I totally blanked it. But just kind of reviewing what you've done um, and just always think, what can I do to make it better? What can I do to make it better? And, you know, look at people around you. What are they doing? Um, follow their footsteps. Try it. You know, it's all about trial and error and adding things. And, you know, six years into this, and we are still changing the ways we do parties to this day to keep them better and building more. So it's all changing and like I said, trying new things and 
overlooking what you're doing. That's perfect. A word that I love is iterations. And it kind of, to me at least, it means that you're taking whatever's working now, but you got to keep changing that and you got to keep adapting and you got to keep making it better no matter what. And I love that you said that because, I mean, you're elite. And to, to see that there is not just one way to do it, that there's a hundred different ways. It's just whatever works best for you and your customers. And you got to keep trying to figure that out all the time and keep trying to be better. I love that. Absolutely. And I will say my sponsor quit a couple of months after we started. And um, so and I really didn't have another upline. And I'm not one to really ask for help, but I figured it everything out on my own. When people are posting in Facebook, so like if you really want it, you're going to do your research and figure out how to get it done. Um, because I've done it. I know other people have done it. And there are ways to make things better. So you just got to really want to do it. And if you do it, you're going to see amazing things happen. Value bomb, like mic drop. We could end right there. And I would have learned so much already <laughs> from you. Let's go to the next question, though. What is a habit you have that contributes to your success? I love this question because I, in this business, the key, if there is a secret, you guys, the secret would be consistency in everything you do. Um, Facebook postings, if you have a team group, you're posting in there every day. If you're, you know, signing up new team members, you're being consistent about following up with them. So, I mean, I feel like habit and consistency are kind of the same things, but I guess the habit, and it's for me not being a consistent person going into this, it was a little bit of a struggle. And, you know, I can tell with my numbers when I'm not consistent. But I think the biggest habit that's contributed to my success and that will contribute to yours as you grow a team, um, if you choose to, is staying, you know, building those relationships. If, you know, get a uh, team group going. As soon as you get your first team member, you know, post daily motivational quotes. Post a challenge. Um, when you're going three, four, five days without posting and um, you're going to lose that relationship and they're going to, a lot of people need that drive from you. So I do feel like my habit of posting with my team has definitely helped keep things growing because we, you know, you build a relationship that way and same with your customers. So a lot of you guys probably have like a VIP group on Facebook that you are, um, that you post your jewelry in when you order it. And if you don't, you totally need to get one um, because Facebook is a gold mine. But if you're posting, let's say you post, you know, one day, three accessories, and then you go five days without it, those people in the group are going to forget that they're even in a jewelry group. So just be consistent in everything you do, even though sometimes it feels like forever and you're not seeing the results. But those girls that I work with that are consistent and I stay on top of them are seeing big things happening. So consistency is the secret to success, if there was a secret. <laughs> I love that you say that because 95% of the elite interviews we have done, that is the exact same answer. So you guys, take note. Consistency is the key. It truly is. If most of the elite people are saying it, it's got to be true, right? So what is some advice you would give to a brand new paparazzi consultant just getting started in their business? I love this one because it happens all the time, every single day. There's always someone, you know, out there that's just feeling kind of stuck and doesn't know what to go. You ask for help. Like I know with me, you know, I have my team page. People know they can come to me. But 
not everybody does. And you need to make sure that you are reaching out to your sponsor. And if your sponsor is not active, your next upline or leader, and if you don't know who they are, you need to call corporate and figure that out because there is someone that will, you know, help you. Um, And if you're that uncomfortable with getting the help, then you need to challenge yourself. Say, okay, you know what? I'm going live once this week, or I'm going to go hand out 20 business cards. Challenge yourself. Um, Sometimes you feel like you're just out of your comfort zone and it gets uncomfortable when you think about these things, but that's truly what's going to make it work. So use when you're feeling stuck, that's your sign to reach out for new ideas thing that I love right there that you just said was that you need to get outside of your comfort zone because when you're in your comfort zone nothing is going to change and that fear that you feel when you're getting outside of your comfort zone it is saying that something's new but it is also a sign that things are changing and if things don't change then you're going to stay in the same place when things are changing then they can get better so it's a good thing to be outside of your comfort zone and to to be challenging yourself and to be moving forward. Even though it's new territory and it's kind of scary, it's a good thing. So now if you could suggest one thing to a consultant who is feeling totally stuck in their business, what would you tell them to do? Reach out for help. Find your upline. You know, um, figure out, write down, writing down and logging what you want to see out of this. You know, when you kind of have a number goal and figure out what you want to make, it kind of gives you a better idea, too, with how to go forward um in what you need to do do you if you want to you know make $500 profit how much jewelry do you have to sell and having that visual um is a really good motivator i think <clears throat> but also like i said reaching out there's always someone up the line or in the team groups that will help challenge you or you know get that momentum built back up and a lot of times those people aren't going to come looking for you If you need help, sometimes the signs aren't there, so you need to reach out, whether it's finding somebody on YouTube that you can emulate or learn something from one of the paparazzi leaders or, like you said, finding your upline or your acrossline or somebody to help inspire you and get you motivated, right? Yes, they are out there. What is a quote that inspires you? So this one has stuck with me since I started – team building. You can lead a horse to water, but you cannot force it to drink. And what I love about this is, you know, I know with my team, I watch my team build team members and customers and, you know, it's especially, I guess, with team members, you know, they go into it, but they really want to make this work and then they don't want to do anything. Um, you can, they ask for help. You tell them everything you can do for them. You, you know, you send them ideas and they don't do anything with it. You can't force someone to order. You can't force a team member to party. You can't force somebody to sign up. But as long as you're being a good sponsor and you are giving them all the resources, you're doing your job. It's up to them to take it and run. And not everybody does. Some people start this and you'll never hear from them again because sometimes I feel like they just feel bad and don't want to tell you that. It's not for everybody, but just as long as you're there, that's all that matters. But just remember that, you know, don't waste your time trying to force people to work it because if they really want to, they will, especially if you have all the information, you know, you know that they have all the knowledge they need to go or have going forward. What I loved right there that you said is that you gave them resources, you gave them things to inspire them, but it's not like you're showing up at their doorstep saying, let's go do a party, (laughs) let's go do an event. 
If they still have to want it, they still have to do it themselves. What is a book you'd say is a must read and why? Okay, so I will admit, I am not a huge reader. However, I have started more, especially getting into the elite, because we do get a lot of books and these, you know, I like magazines, <laughs> like the gossip <laughs> magazines, and I don't even read that much, you know. But I will say, the books I have read, um, and there are so many leadership books out there, and you can just Google it, and I highly recommend it because you will learn a lot more. You think you know it all, and you really don't. But the one that I really like is the five love languages. You know, your customers, your team, your friend, your families, we all have different ways of living life and, you know, how we do things and how we love and how we like to be rewarded. And the five love languages kind of teaches you about each language and you can really start to put it with your team and your customers because not, example, like not every one of your team members wants a phone call. Some people like to be rewarded with a gift. Some people like to just be acknowledged with a shout out. Um, so it really helps you kind of figure out the different people you're working with and how to cope with them and work with them. Um, I think I worded that right. So I definitely recommend to check out the five love languages. It's really awesome. So with your team, do you have kind of a survey that you have them take or do you just kind of get to know them and then just kind of figure out which love language they have or how do you apply that in your business? You know, I kind of just figure it out and it's, you know, there is a questionnaire a long time ago that we got from corporate. And I guess for with our team size and everything, it'd be really hard to put it out there and then keep track of every single person. However, I have sent it to some of my personally sponsored. Um, but you just kind of, the more you build your relationships and get to know them and then you know your love languages, you just, you figure them out and you just kind of know who they are, what they like, and yeah more about that building relationships and just getting to know who you're working with. I love that. Yes. Okay. Not last key. <laughs> it totally is. Last question. So here on the Papa Rockstars podcast, we like to do a weekly call challenge. So what is one thing you would challenge the listeners to do in the next seven days to take action in their paparazzi businesses? Okay, so I'm actually going to challenge you guys to do this in like 48 hours, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> but you can do it in seven days, so I know Anya's your leader. But I extra challenge you guys to do it in 48 hours. Um, a couple years ago when I was feeling stuck, I had someone from corporate challenge me. She's like, I want you to do a Facebook party. I want you to give it your all. I want you to make people excited. I want you to do everything you can think to make this your best Facebook party ever. This was just a regular Facebook party. She wanted me to have it done in 48 hours. I had so much other stuff. We had four kids. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But I could not. I had to get it done. I wasn't going to not do it and come up with all these excuses. I did it. I sacrificed sleep, which is one thing you will do if you really want to grow you know, a team fast or build your business fast. Let me tell you, it was my best party. Like, times four that I have ever done in my life because I gave it my all. I sacrificed my the time. You know, we have time. It's just all how we fit it in. There's plenty of time to do all this stuff. So because, I, you know, I think back to how I did that in 48 hours, I'm challenging you guys. And you probably have heard from corporate and from your upline. Okay, Facebook Live, you guys, is changing the way paparazzi is as a business it is exploding like never before it is multiplying 
sales. So it took me three months to start doing them. And it took me 10, probably a good 10 times before I actually could go into it and not have to go, because <gasps> I was so nervous. But I promise you, you will get over being nervous once you start doing them. They're actually a lot of fun. And you make a lot of contacts and you make a lot more money than any other Facebook party out there. So I challenge you to do a live party within the next 48 hours. Um, if Ani's okay with that, I <laughs> change those rules of putting the pressure on. And if it really makes you uncomfortable doing it <clears throat> and you haven't done one before, you know, just get on your phone and your camera and just, you know, do a, like a video camcorder just to kind of get your feet in and whatever, but just do it. Don't care about what other people think, you know, show, even if it's just 10, 15 pieces, just getting your foot in the door. But I promise you, if you stay consistent and do them, I mean, do them two to three times a week, you are going to build your network. The key is to have your friends and your family share. You know, give out a um, free <clears throat> accessory if someone shares your video. A lot of people be like, I can't afford to give out a free accessory, but that one free accessory can lead to so many customers. Um, so I guess that's my challenge. That's what I recommend doing. Get on a schedule, like, you know, my husband said, I don't know if you heard it from one of the founders, but if you get on a schedule, it's like when people get home, they turn on the 6 o'clock news. They know it's going to be on. So if you get it on a schedule, your customers are going to get in that schedule too, and they're going to know, oh, cat's on at 6 p.m. tonight. I'm going to get myself some new bling. So just get in a habit or, in, you know, um, in the consistency, and you could totally blow it up. Yes, Facebook Live is huge, but I also feel like, it's still very ground level. Like, yes, people are doing it, but there is billions of people to still be touched. So if you get in on this now, um, well, it's just starting, you're going to build a team like no tomorrow. And customers and sales. <laughs> That's amazing. And you know, the rock stars that listen to this podcast, they are always up for a challenge. So I believe that they will totally rock the 48 hours that you gave them. And they, there's going to be all kinds of lives popping up because they are always up for a good challenge. So Catherine, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. You are amazing. I have pages of notes and I am so excited to Aww. implement what I've learned into my business. You're such a sweetheart. And I just, I can't wait to party with you at our next paparazzi vacation, wherever that is. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're having so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Now, for everybody else listening and tuning into the show today, thank you so much again for tuning in. Don't forget, you want to head over to paparockstars.com slash Catherine to get all the stuff that she talked about today so you guys can highlight and mark this stuff up because I promise this is going to explode your business. And, of course, to keep the party going. So thanks again for listening. Have a rockin' week. Bye-bye.